0: Hello, my name is Kristen, and you're listening to this week's episode of Let the Beat Drop, a podcast aiming to empower people to take control of their health by providing people with the knowledge they need to prevent common health problems, as well as laying down a foundation for the introduction of Eastern remedies and phytomedicine. On today's episode, we're exploring remedies for stomach issues. Whether you have chronic nausea, heartburn, or bloating after every meal, These are a few solutions that have been well studied or tested by myself or patients I've followed over the years, and hopefully they'll be successful for you too. Before we take off, I thought it worth mentioning that one easy way to help with digestion or chronic constipation is to drink warm water. By warm, I technically mean room temperature, and that should be good enough. But if you want to drink hot tea or other hot beverages, there's nothing wrong with that either. Cold water, ice water, and other cold drinks slow down your digestive system, making the process of transit slower. This being said, if you don't even drink a lot of water on a daily basis, this is your sign to increase your daily water consumption. Your body is mostly made of water. If you don't replace the water in it, it won't be able to function at its best. Referring back to my analogy about your body being a luxury car, consider this your opportunity for an oil change. Now, before we dive into plant medicine, or phytomedicine as it's called, here's some history about the westernization of medicine, and this may help explain why our medical system currently functions the way it does. Plants have been used for thousands of years to cure every kind of ailment. It's actually kind of astonishing that we don't have a whole section of school dedicated to this. I recently found out that this is because a man named John D. Rockefeller basically funded all of the medical schools in America at the time under the premise that they would only teach his curriculum. John Rockefeller was a man heavily involved in the petroleum industry. He used his money and power to his advantage and dominated the medical, petroleum and chemical industries. Western medicine ceased being about exploring plant medicine and holistic healing modalities and instead started to become a field entirely driven by this one wealthy man. He got a contractor named Abraham Flexner, and he developed a report about the medicine practices of the time in which he made sure to include that plants and holistic medicine were all quackery. This was submitted to Congress and became the foundation for medical schools and led to their funding by John Rockefeller and Andrew Carnegie. These schools were only allowed to teach allopathic medicine, or they'd risk being shut down. And that is why the vast majority of doctors today don't know anything about plants or natural remedies for medicinal purposes. And now, what you've all been waiting for, time to learn about some phytomedicine. Here are some of the best studied plant medicines for your GI system. Number one, licorice root. Licorice has been used for hundreds of years in Eastern medicine as a remedy for stomach issues. From bloating to stomach ulcers, colic, gastritis, or heartburn, licorice root has been shown to ameliorate these symptoms in double-blind trials. Licorice root has also shown promise for people who suffer from adrenal fatigue, which is an entirely different episode. Please note, eating licorice candy or licorice flavored products like Twizzlers will not help your stomach issues and will probably make them worse. I usually recommend my patients look online or at a local health store for licorice root products, such as extract, tablets, or liquid. A typical daily dose should range somewhere between 2 to 15 grams. I usually advise my patients who are good candidates for licorice root to start with a 400 milligram tablet once or twice a day and see how that feels for them after a week or two. Like everything in life, good things take time, and this will not cure all of your problems overnight. Please note, licorice root is not recommended if you have high blood pressure or suffer from heart conditions such as an abnormal heart rhythm, what medical people call an arrhythmia. This is because licorice root contains something called glycerin, a compound that can potentially lower your potassium levels in the body. Black licorice root can also interact with some medications, herbs, and dietary supplements. Please consult with your healthcare professional or primary care provider if you have questions about possible interactions with any drugs or supplements that you currently take. Number two, asafoetida. This is a very interestingly spelled word. It's spelled A-S-A-F-O-E-T-I-D-A. This is another age old remedy used by India and other countries in the East for hundreds of years. It's actually a latex gum that's extracted from various species of a perennial herb known as ferula. So it's also a plant extract. If you've ever eaten Indian food such as curry or a doll dish, you've probably consumed this ingredient. Asafoetida has both antispasmodic properties and anti-inflammatory properties, which makes it great for relieving abdominal cramping or colic. It's also pretty useful if you suffer from gastritis, IBS, a lot of gas, or even some types of intestinal worms. This wonder extract also helps people with asthma or chronic lung conditions. They did a study on rats a couple of years ago, and it showed that incubating rat nerves in asafoetida was able to heal peripheral nerve damage, which is pretty incredible. So think about how this might help, for example, diabetic patients or people who suffer from numbness or tingling in their fingers and toes. So how can you use asafoetida to help with acute stomach problems? Usually health experts recommend taking half a teaspoon of the pure powder and adding it to a glass of warm water. This usually works best if you're on an empty stomach. That means you shouldn't have had food in your system for the past several hours. FYI, asafoetida can also be found online under a product known as HING. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. So check for it at under both of those names at your local health store or online. Another awesome remedy for stomach issues is peppermint oil. Ladies, this is a great one to have handy if you suffer from terrible period cramps. Peppermint oil is a great natural remedy for abdominal bloating, nausea, and indigestion. Peppermint oil has even been shown to help people who suffer from insomnia sleep better. When coupled with Essential oils such as lavender, peppermint oil relaxes the muscles of the body and allows for a peaceful night's sleep. You can buy a bottle of pure peppermint oil online or at your local health store. And though it may sound expensive, remember that you're usually only using one or two drops at a time. So the bottle will actually go a long way. For nausea, they recommend placing a drop or two on your wrist and slowly inhaling through the nose using a wafting motion at a uh, a comfortable distance several times. For abdominal cramps or period cramps or bloating, you can place a few drops of the peppermint oil on your belly and gently massage it around your stomach area. You can also purchase peppermint tea and drink it as you would any other tea, and it can be consumed this way with the same remedy effect. Capsules are also available online, which are usually one of the recommended forms for consumption if you suffer from chronic heartburn. Normal side effects of peppermint oil include burping or flatulence. Peppermint oil should never be applied directly on the skin of your face. Peppermint oil is also not recommended for people who have hiatal hernias or severe acid reflux. This is because peppermint oil causes the muscles to relax, and one of the muscles that's relaxing can be your lower esophageal sphincter. This is a muscle that allows the entry and exit of things from your stomach. So if this muscle is too relaxed, you can actually have worsening of heartburn, acid reflux, or these symptoms. The next phytomedicine we're going to talk about is fennel. This is one of the cousins of the licorice plant. Fennel is another plant medicine used in the Mediterranean and Europe for decades. It's commonly found in Greek food due to its various healing properties. In its most common form, fennel is found as a seed. Fennel seeds contain a a methanoloic extract, which is excellent for decreasing bloating, reducing stomach cramping, and even helping get rid of cancer cells in the colon. Yes, you heard me right. Fennel has been studied in several animal species and has shown to be protective against gamma radiation and reduce oxidative stress on our cells. It was shown to be 100% effective at scavenging free radical activity. Free radicals are toxic compounds that float around our body and have been shown to increase cancer cell growth fennel seed extract also exhibited an anti-tumor effect by modulating lipid peroxidation and augmenting the antioxidant defense system in mice with or without exposure to radiation all of these fancy science words taken from a fancy science experiment basically led scientists to conclude that fennel seeds have remarkable anti-cancer properties against colon cancer in general a particular breast cancer cell line known as MCF7, if you're interested, and even a type of liver cancer cell line known as hep G-2. As if this is not enough evidence why fennel is an amazing addition to some of your new recipes, fennel helps people with memory issues. You can purchase fennel at a specialty health store, a grocery store that has Eastern cook ingredients or online. You can sprinkle the seeds into your hummus, rice, or any other food dishes. They can even be consumed raw. Heads up, they taste just like licorice, and it sometimes reminds me of taking shots of Jägermeister in undergrad. For a more subtle flavor, you can purchase fennel tea. People with bleeding disorders should avoid taking fennel, as it has been shown to decrease the ability of your blood cells to clot. Children or teenagers who have not gone through puberty should also avoid fennel seeds, as fennel can mimic estrogen in the body and create a hormonal imbalance in those who are still developing. Our next plant medicine is ginger. Ginger is another tried and true phytomedicine. This plant has been used for over 5,000 years by the eastern side of the world for nausea, vomiting, morning sickness, bloating, and early satiety. Early satiety is that feeling when you take two bites of food and you feel like you just ate a huge plate of food. Ginger has demonstrated excellent anti-inflammatory properties system-wide in our bodies. One study of ginger and its effects on non-alcoholic fatty liver disease separated patients into a placebo group and a ginger group. In both groups, patients were advised to follow a balanced diet and exercise. The ginger group had a significant decrease in inflammatory marker levels, liver enzyme levels, Hepatic steatosis, which is fat deposits in the liver, and insulin resistance, which is one of the major risk factors that allows for the development of fatty liver disease. This is extremely important when it comes to managing diabetic patients. Ginger can be consumed in tea. It can be eaten raw by chewing on the root. It can be consumed as a chewy candy of sorts, taken as a capsule, or added raw to food and smoothies and blended in for a more conspicuous flavor. If you don't really think plants are the greatest thing on earth yet, you can always opt for Western medicine. Chances are, if you've suffered from chronic GI issues, you went to a doctor for some kind of complaint, and one of us prescribed you Tums, Zantac, Prilosec, or something similar. If you want to know a little bit more about Western medicine, we'll start off with Tums. Tums is basically calcium carbonate. It's a very basic solution. When you enter it into your digestive system and you chew it, it enters an acidic swimming pool known as your stomach. It binds to the acid and you'll probably feel somewhat better. Zantac and Pepsid are another common group of medications that we use for heartburn, acid reflux or abdominal issues. These belong to a family called histamine two receptor antagonists. These basically prevent histamine from being released which prevents your stomach from secreting stomach acid. Prilosec and any of the medications that end in prazol, for example, omeprazole, lansomeprazole, esomeprazole, these are all PPIs. This stands for proton pump inhibitors. By inhibiting these proton pumps that control our hydrogen and potassium exchange in our cells, they prevent the stomach from secreting more acid. Either of these pills can work after some time. None of it's guaranteed. Sometimes patients have great success with these and other times they don't work so well. Now that you've learned some ways to treat abdominal problems, the real question is how can you prevent them? Preventive medicine, after all, is the most important kind of medicine. Like everything in life, all types of food should be consumed in moderation. Excess amounts of anything acidic, spicy, greasy, or fatty can all increase GI upset. In particular, I tell my patients to avoid things like grapefruits, oranges, lemon, coffee, apple cider vinegar, alcohol and hot sauces all of these chemicals are extremely acidic and work to erode our stomach lining over time continued prolonged use of any of these foods or drinks can lead to the development of stomach ulcers, GERD, severe reflux and or gastritis and with all of this information i think this is a good place to wrap up how you can help your gi system as always this information does not replace a personal consult with a gi doctor or a medical professional These are just recommendations and advice published by leading researchers, medical schools, and other individuals and are all available online searching on PubMed or looking into the leading institutions such as Harvard Health Publishing, BBC Foods, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me. Stay tuned for next week's episode of Let the Beat Drop.